now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers, doing what we do. We're not sure how well we do it. Well, we just do what we do. Do what we do. We're driving up and down the byways and highways of America, picking up music wherever we see it and playing it on the radio. Yeah. That's it. And there's a ton of it out there. Oh, it's just laying around. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's practically swimming in it. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Or tripping over it. (laughs) Or tripping over it. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. Not that we hold ourselves out as any kind of expert. Yeah, not like we're experts or anything, but we do have have an opinion. Well, it's our show. Yeah, and our opinion uh, evolves into a definition. Into a definition. And that definition is that it's music with... Distinctive American roots. And boy, that's big, broad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, because well, there's so much music that comes from America. That's right. And, you know, it, I mean, it could be big band. It could be bubblegum music. Oh, it could and has been on the show. It, it could be rock and roll. It could be swing. It could be folk rock. It could be ragtime. <laughs> uh, heavy metal. It could be cocktail music. Oh, it could be. It could be Tejano. It could be uh, We Could Swing. Uh, chips. I mean, salsa. What? When I see salsa, I think it's just. <laughs> yes. oh, stop it. <laughs> of course, it could be boogaloo. boogaloo. Oh, my goodness. We need to have more boogaloo. More boogaloo. And, and less chips. Oh, man. Uh, and uh, the format of the show is that uh, each week we show up uh, uh, here at the studio, uh, as it is, as uh, we each have a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's the only rule. And uh, we parse them out one at a time, and uh, we take turns starting the show. And on the even-numbered shows, which is this one, yes, you go first. I do. Okay. And um, uh, we're going to uh, look at a guy by the name of uh, Andrew Wegman Bird. 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 Andrew Bird. Andrew Bird. Okay. It's an interesting guy. Uh, he was born in 1973, and he was trained in the Suzuki method from the age of four. He graduated um, from Lake Forest High School in 91, Northwestern University with a bachelor's degree in violin performance in 96. Yeah. Now, see, now I got a music performance degree also. Yeah. And they called it a would you like fries with that degree. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I've noticed how well you use it. <laughs> I'm good at serving <laughs> fries. Uh, but since 1996, unlike me, he has released 16 studio albums. Wow. As well as, 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 well as several live albums and EPs. Spanning various genres, including swing, indie rock, and folk. Now, he's primarily known for his unique style of violin playing, uh, accompanied by loop and effects pedals, whistling, and voice. He's a tremendous whistler, and I may yet feature him whistling. I ran into him when I was looking for whistlers. Uh, yeah, okay. Remember, I did whistlers I, Yeah, a while I do. Back. I do remember that. So, 
He has sung and played violin in several jazz and, and ensembles, including Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, right, one yeah, of our favorites, yeah, right? I love those guys. And Kevin O'Donnell's uh, Quality Six. He started his own swing ensemble, Andrew Bird's Bowl of Fire, which released three albums. Uh, now, um, some of the people in this group are um, Kevin O'Donnell, Joshua Hurst, John Williams, Nora O'Connor, Andy Hopkins, Jimmy Suck, uh, Sutton. Colin Byrne and Ryan Hembry. I've recognized some of those yeah, names. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah. So uh, we're going to... Uh, I, I found this um, when I was looking around, and there's a soundtrack uh, to a movie called Randy and the Mob from 2007. And the soundtrack features all kind of musicians. Okay. Um, and uh, but, and he's, his group is one of them. So it's Andrew Burr's Bowl of Fire doing Cock of the Walk. Thing used to be bright white. I'm stuck between a bantam rooster, looking far fight. I'm looking, looking far fight. I went on down to Scott's Bar Town, put Mother Hand in a fry. Took the fourth fifty out of sin to see Pulaski at night. And it's one for the money, two for the jack, three for the Joe, you got to pay back. I'm stuck between a bantam rooster, looking far fight. I'm looking far fight. Yeah. 
You got to love a guy that just kicks off a song with a washboard. <laughs> Man, I tell you. I call that jug band music. That's there. definitely that's a, jug band. Yeah, that's yeah. some fun stuff. We haven't talked about jug band music much. Well, well not recently. We yeah. did early on. Yeah, yeah. But it bear, definitely bears revisiting. Have to circle around behind yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Leo, what do you got? Okay. The, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a little, uh, tell you a little story. It's more about a song than it is about any particular. Well, it's also about a couple of particular guys. Let, let me see if I can get into this. Okay. This guy, uh, his name was uh, Jesse Albert Stone. And uh, one of the things I noticed about him right off the back is that he's from uh, Atchison, Kansas. He was born and raised oh, wow. there and was raised in Kansas the whole, his whole life. And um, But he also had a couple other names professionally, and that'll come into play after a bit. Uh, one of which was Charles Calhoun, and another was Chuck Calhoun. And But whatever, uh, we'll, we'll get into that in just a second. Now, here's the thing. He was uh, influenced by a wide array of styles. He was born in uh, 1901, and he came from a musical family, and they put on minstrel shows. And he was performing you know, professionally by the age of five, including a trained dog act. I was trying to find some information on that. Wow. Haven't run that one down yet. Anyway, by 1926, he had formed his own group and was playing with them, and I cut his first record. Um, and then he worked as a pianist and arranger in Kansas City. Okay. And one of the artists he worked was uh, with Julia Lee, who we have featured on this show before. Oh, we have. She was the one that was so controversial. Yeah, she had it was yeah. something. She sang songs, you know, right. That were not necessarily correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she was lovely. That was a fun segment there. Yes. Okay. So now, enter another Kansas City guy, who we have actually featured on this show once before. Joseph Vernon Big Joe Turner. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, so now, he's from Kansas City, Missouri as well. And uh, according to several people, they say rock and roll would not have happened without him, which is probably a true statement. Uh, but he and uh, he and our buddy Jesse uh, crossed paths at one point. By this time, he was in New York, right? Okay. And Joe Turner was kind of hard to pin down. He was so busy, they had trouble getting him into a studio, right? Well, he was. Uh, he announced he was going to be uh, recording in New York for the first time in 18 months. And so the guy that was the boss of the label he was recording on, uh, he he got a hold of our buddy Jesse Stone. Said, "Let's we got to have a special song ready for him, right, you know, for this recording session." So the phrase "shake, rattle, and roll" was a favorite of his at the weekly poker game. <laughs> Okay. So he said, I think I'll just string together a bunch more of these things, see if I can get a, you know, some more catchy phrases out of this. And then the uh, the evocative reference to a one-eyed cat peeping in a seafood store came from the drummer, a guy named Baby Lavette. Okay. <laughs> so this gets it's get better, better, man. Wow. Okay, so finally, I told you that uh, this guy, Jesse, went by other names. And he did that because he, he was trying to avoid conflicts between his various labels and recording obligations. So when they went in to do this uh, this song in the studio, he is listed, uh, first of all, as Jesse Stone, vocals, but also Charles Calhoun, arranger, <laughs> and also uh, and also uh, Charles Calhoun, the writer. So he's like all of this with these various wow. different names. That seemed to be a thing with certain groups. Well, yeah, when, yeah. They had a lot of irons in the fire. And when yeah. you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. Man. So that's the whole backstory. And, and we did feature Joe Turner on this program, but not this song. Let's just do the old shake, rattle, and roll, man. That's great. This version recorded in 1954. 
Laid back, yeah, a little more laid back, more frantic uh, type. That, uh, that's great. Yeah. That was a great story. It's, too, it's a cool one, man. I love making these Kansas connections. It just cracks me up. Heck yeah! All right, Roger, it's your turn. Okay, uh, in my musical stumblings, uh, I ran across a new, um, more of a new country type artist. This guy by the name of uh, calls himself Timbo, and. Um, uh, I, I, again, I didn't find a lot about him, but um, it, it, I found a, uh, a review, and it talks about Nashville and how it's the country music capital of the world and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And it says, uh, it says uh, few people, uh, very few country musicians can say that they were born and bred within the limits of Music City. But Timbo, Timbo can say that and more. Whoa. As he has become a local fixture within the Nashville music community. Now, we have visited Nashville. Yes, we have. And we know it's, it's hard. There is it's so hard, much hard competition. Community, yeah. yeah, so for anybody, I think, to get success in that town is, yep. is uh, pretty great. In June 2020, Timbo released his first collection of original music in the form of an EP titled Brand New Feeling. And it showcases a sound 
that harkens back to Nashville's golden years and serves as a reminder of the qualities that make country music great. Ah, And that's what struck me of it. It sounds like old country. Like, okay. So uh, from the EP from 2020, Brand New uh, Feeling, uh, the song is called Waiting. Oh, I've been waiting Just as long as I can keep going on Oh, I'll be restless Wondering if you're heartless I just can't stand the thought of knowing I'm the reason why you're gone In the bar turned bright As I drank my last one down I wonder where you are tonight When it's closing time in town Your friends all tell me different And you're back in town I see And why'd you say you come back home Just as long as I can keep going on Oh, I'll be restless Wondering if you're heartless I just can't stand the thought of knowing I'm the reason why you're gone I've been waiting And I'll keep waiting Just as long as I can keep going on Oh, I'll be restless Wondering if your heart Just can't stand Right about that. Sounds like old country. It to me. really does, man. Yeah. That's cool sound. Yeah, it's nice stuff. I'm really glad that I stumbled into that. Good stuff there. Hey, look at the time. Oh yeah, it's time for us to get out of here for a yes, minute. Yes, yes. Uh, we've got to take a little break, and it, uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So you know what? what? You get to go to pick up the trash. <laughs> Yay! I get to pick up the trash, <laughs> and it's my turn to, to uh, check that left rear inside duel okay so, okay you take care out there i will okay okay and Wanna i borrow I, my helmet uh, nope okay i'll meet you back here in a few this is the americana road show right here on 
Truckers Radio USA. I see you made it back. I did. I made it back. You feeling okay? A little. I'm fine. Not shaking up or anything. No, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Thank you. I appreciate your concern. Yeah, I wasn't really concerned. I was kind of bored. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there wasn't much trash. Okay. No. Okay. Just that, that, one, that one sack. Yeah. That one sack. It okay. wasn't very much. Oh, no. that's good. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, it, just in case you're curious, the tire was two pounds down. How was the tire, Roger? It was two pounds down. Oh, well, that's not bad. <laughs> not bad. It's just two pounds. That's not bad at all. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Oh. Okay, well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park here in Sulphur, Louisiana. You know, I had never heard of um, Sulphur uh, before. Well, it, in the as far as a town, as far as a town. Now there's Sulphur Springs. There's several right. of those. There's Arkansas mm-hmm. and Texas. And, right. You know, mm-hmm. But Sulphur, that that's kind of a just one town yep. that I could find with that name. And um, so I was trying to find something about it, and I was, you know, you used to like go down to the library, you yeah. know, or you mm-hmm. can drop in at a local bar. And um, I got to tell you something; these these people love their heritage here, you know. Okay. Uh, the, the big event uh, happens, I think, in September, or something like that. We missed it, obviously, this year. Mm-hmm. It's called the Redneck Rumble. Oh. Hey, oh. Okay. And I saw, and they, you know, they had some pictures of it at the various places and posters and everything. And apparently they, they got these cars, man, and some, the custom cars. Uh, you remember when we were kids, the big daddy things, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cars like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Except rusty and, you uh-huh. know, and stuff. Uh, we had to be down here for that for some time. But um, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a very, they like to party. And uh, boy, oh boy, you know. Yeah, in a bigger way than we do, obviously. Yeah, bigger way than we do, yeah. 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 They well, haven't figured out that we're Northerners. Maybe they have. I think Northern is anybody north of, you know, Texas. Probably. That's, that's us. Probably. Well, Probably. good. Well, thanks for that, Leo. Uh, you know, people ask us, they say, Darius, what the heck are you doing in Sulphur, <laughs> Louisiana? I mean, don't you know? Uh, you know, you probably don't belong there, but uh, hey, hey, one other guy from Sulphur <laughs> ended up in Kansas City. Oh, is that right? Yep his name was um, his name was Matt Stevens, and okay. he played on the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, good. So there you go. Okay, well, there's a connection. Another connection, right oh, thank there. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Well, you know, uh, we just travel around the country in uh, our in our RV, and you know, like like a. Unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA who have these things called ranches. ranches. It took me a while to get there. But, of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond Dar Ranch in the Dos Dos Cabezas Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. That's a lot of syllables. It really is. Alan Bailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch. Uh, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. And, you know, we used to whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We wish we had a ranch. Our buddies all have ranches. Until our pal Suzanne set us straight. And she said, hey, look at it this way. She said, you've got the entire continental United That's States. correct. Border to border, ocean to ocean. Ocean to ocean. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. And, and boy, she was right. She's right. And, yeah. and we roam our range in our RV called... Rambling Roads. Rambling Roads. Why you... Ah, it's our trusty girl. Yeah. 
Ramblin' Rosie. She gets us there every time. So every far. time, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We're nice to her, and she's nice to us. That's so how it works. Generally. There you go. Absolutely. Well, Leo, I believe it's back to you. I want to talk to you about. Um, you know, we we mentioned the fact that I was a, a disc jockey. I was a mobile disc jockey. I had a little company at one time. That's right. And one day I was headed uh, out to do a gig. Uh, probably a wedding dance or something. I don't remember. Had the radio turned on to our local station, KCUR. And uh, it, it being a weekend, uh, Chuck Haddix, our buddy, you know, yeah. he's he's like gotten to be quite the guy with the rhythm and blues thing. Yeah, the local NPR station. He was, yeah. yeah. And he was playing a song. And I listened to this song and I just like, wow, I, was, I had never heard. I mean, it just turned me on. And it was a song uh, that was being performed uh, by a guy named Arthur Alexander. And I didn't know who that was, but the very next day, I went down to a music exchange in Kansas City where our friend Bill Dye. Yeah. Okay, he was working yeah, there. Yeah, he worked down there, sure. And I said, man, I'm looking for this record. He said, it's down in the archives, go downstairs, there's a 45 RPM copy of that record. And I did. Okay, so this song has been one of my favorites ever since then. And it's got some interesting um, background to it in that Arthur Alexander wrote a lot of Music that was uh, subsequently picked up by uh, some British guys, uh, one mm-hmm. of which was the Beatles. Oh, sure. Uh, they had his song uh, Anna. Yeah, uh, that was that was his tune that the Beatles picked up. Yes, but um, he also had songs that were picked up by the Rolling Stones, the Hollies, George Jones, Johnny Paycheck. Wow. I mean, he wrote all these music. But the thing about it is, uh, he never um, he never was full time musician. He was he had a truck driving business and stuff. Okay, and so he and his band. I mean, they would take these gigs because they it, times were tough. They needed all the money he could get, but he never gave up his day job. Yeah, the whole time he was doing this. Well, there's so, something to that. There's something to that. Yeah. So I the, the here's the song that caught my ear, and, okay. and it's not a long song, man. It's less than three minutes long. Arthur Alexander, I think, is uh, recorded in about 1963. I couldn't tell for sure. Uh, it's called "A Shot of Rhythm and Blues."
Yeah, man. Yeah, that's great. Hey, you, you pointed out to me that I did feature him once before doing Anna. Uh, yeah, come to him. Yeah, now uh, episode ninety-five. Well, I think there you go. Wants to go listen there to that, go. but yeah, that's good. Hundred and some episodes ago. But. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> We're circling back. All right, Roger. It's back to you. Well, uh, okay. I stumbled upon another great group, and um, <clears throat> what I'm finding is that the state of Minnesota has a lot of really good, interesting musicians or yep. uh, creating interesting music. Uh, and this band is called uh, the Deadly Nightshade Family Singers. Oh, okay. Now, the interesting thing about that is um, there's a plant called oh. Deadly Nightshade. Yes. Okay. And it's, it's like um, it, it's uh, toxic. And when ingested, uh, it can cause delirium and hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so that's a pretty clever title, I think. Uh, but I, I couldn't find a lot about this group, uh, but it is interesting. It says the parlor mu- music of the turn of the 20th century has been updated by Minneapolis-based sextet, the Deadly Nightshade Family Singers. Um, uh, the leader is a guy named Randall Throckmorton, which is another great name, and, and he uh, sings falsetto. Okay. And that's his style, yeah. which is kind of cool. And the group uh, continues to harmonize around one mic while creating a multi-instrumental blend of folk and pop sensibilities. Now, that's an art form right sure there. Sure it is. Yeah, we, we've we, talked we, about that, right? We are big big fans of the one mic thing. So uh, uh, this goes through. Uh, there, There is uh, uh, one of the people uh, who came from uh, the band Monroe Crossing, the bluegrass uh, band, right? Yes, we know them. Um, uh, and that was um, Lisa... Uh, fugally, uh, but th- so they have bass, they have uh, accordion, they have banjo, they have uh, guitar, violin, melodica, uh, a drummer, um, and uh, then they also have bazooki, manjo, <laughs> dobro. Uh, so it's really, really an interesting mix, and and uh, I, I like it. it it's it, it, and there's some pretty strange. Um, themes of the of the songs the 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 album's called plain brown suit it's from 2001 the deadly nightshade family singers doing see what a gun can do got daddy's home look what daddy brings Set aside your mother's love Put away those childish things It takes a lot of money Lord, it takes a lot of money It takes a lot of money To outfit a man Seat going for the ceremony Sacrificial land It takes a lot of money Takes a lot of money. 
That's kind of spooky. Yeah. And, yeah. and neat, you know. Yeah, yeah spooky in, in a neat kind of way. In a neat kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, that's, yeah, that's, that's really a, wild. You know, cars driving on, on wet roads and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I think it's very clever and, and, and interesting. And, and how, when did you say that came out? It was like 2001 20? was wow, the uh, album date. Wow. Yeah. Pretty and, cool. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. All right, Leo. Well, let's get back to you and see what you've come up with. Okay. You have that smile on your face, and I'm a little concerned. I'm kind of feeling good about this one, you know, because I seem to be reverting back to my old disc jockey days here. You know, I've been digging back into some of this pop stuff lately. Uh And, you know, we don't do Brit stuff. We don't do any British invasion or anything right now. We're sticking with the American artists. few rules, but yes. Well, and we talk a lot about how the the British invasion uh, um, influenced, um, you know, American rockers. But the truth of the matter is, American rockers were influencing the Brits. Oh, big time. Big time, way before oh, yeah. that. Yeah, you know? the Beatles had uh, libraries of uh, records. Bo Diddley. Yeah, yeah from yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the States. Absolutely. Yeah. You bet. Well, there was this guy named uh, Robert Lee Parker. He went by Bobby Parker. He's born in 1937 in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, but he was raised in, in L.A., and um, he first aspired to a career in entertainment at a young age. By the 1950s, he had started working on electric guitar with several blues and, and R&B guys at the time. Um, and uh, his first stint was with Otis Williams. Okay, yeah. And uh, in the next few years, he played with Bo Diddley and Paul Williams, Sam Cooke, Jackie Wilson, Laverne Baker. I mean, Clyde McFadder. Wow. He was out there with everybody. Sure. But he was also a, a pretty cool writer. And um, he... Uh, he he also had a song flat out stolen from him. That happened? It, it, yeah. Oh, man, this one it was yeah. blatant, too. You remember a song called, uh, Baby, You Got What It Takes, right? Yes. Okay, he wrote it and had actually even recorded it before Barry Gordy kind of just took it and gave it to another artist at oh, Motown. Man. And they covered it, you know. Those things happen. Yep. 
Anyway, I'm going to play you, I'm going to do this a big hit song. It's called Watch Your Step. It was recorded in 1961. Now, what I'm going to do actually is play the intro part of this song for you, and then I'm going to circle around and tell you why I want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. So, first of all, let's just play a little bit of Watch Your Step from 1961. This is Bobby Parker. Okay, now keep that riff in your head for a okay. second. Okay. Okay. Now, when uh, he he apparently was um, uh, John Lennon was a big fan of his music. Okay. All right. And uh, they did they recorded a song where he was actually you heard what he was doing with the horns right there at the intro. Right. Well, uh, Lennon was trying to do that with his guitars as kind of an intro to a song. And oh, I, I, that's right. You remember? Uh huh. And what happened was uh, he was he accidentally was doing um, some feedback too. Yeah, and he was trying to emulate that sound. So he not only was trying. I'm to in love with. I'm in love with her, and I feel fine. Let's listen to that. Okay. Okay, you recognize that riff? Yeah, might I say that I hope people are listening through headphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that Beatles version, they do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, great stereo uh, version of it. Or yeah. they can come back and listen at a later uh, there you go. Uh, time. when Because it we are posted everywhere. Uh, yeah, or, or go back to Spotify in a week. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, they weren't the only British band to be influenced by Bobby. Oh, really? There's yet another one, right? The, but wait, there's more? There's more. Wow. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Oh, wow. Okay. They did an, uh, an instrumental song called Moby Dick. Okay. All right. Listen to this. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that's great. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's awesome. Bobby Parker did that, man, in 1961. And that's that riff has been just used and used and used, yeah. you know. But there you are. So to give him his due now, yeah. Let's go back and play the whole original version of it, right? Uh-huh. Watch your step by Bobby Parker from nineteen sixty one.
gonna say go somewhere and hide. Hey, hey, you better watch out, baby, everything. I'm gonna keep my eyes on focus right on you. That was great, Leo. And now you know the rest of the yeah, story. Yeah, great tune, great story, and all that stuff. That was fun. Hey, look at the time, Raj. It is time for us to get out of here. And you know, this is when we usually do our, our apolo- apologetic, apologetic beer run. Yeah. And it's probably pretty important down here, you know, these people. I don't know how yeah, much but they the, like us. I, I got to tell you, near as I can tell, though, huh? they're not real particular. I think that's right, which is good. Plays right into our hands, actually. It does, yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, I'm still looking for sponsors. Right. Uh, I, maybe we can get these guys, but they, they already have uh, a very popular singer promoting their... Uh, they do. So they may or may not need us. Hmm. Let's give it a listen and then decide. Okay. One bill to have when you have been more than one. Shaver, pressure, doesn't fade even when your thirst is done. The most rewarding flavor in this man's world for people who are having fun. Yeah, Shaver is the one bill to have. With a thirst like this, Louie's good for more than one beer. That's why this is a thirst for Schaefer. Yes, Schaefer is the one beer to have when you have it more than one. Look out. We're backing up. We are backing up, which is what we do. That's what we do, what yeah. What we do best. We, oh, yeah. we're really good at it. Yeah, we are good at that. We are good at that. Yeah. Well, this is the part of the show where we just, we make no bones about it anymore. No, let's just get right to it. Let's, uh, we like to just beg. beg. We'll beg we'll you. Beg it, yeah. yeah. To, to go to our websites. I mean, we're giving our, our dignity here. Well, yeah, that's true. We didn't have a lot to start. No, we didn't have much to start, no, but, so we're parsing it out. That's uh, right. A little bit what little time. we have left. Yes. And, uh, you know, I mean, come on. You can take a few minutes and go check out our website. Right. I mean, we spend a lot of time on it, and uh, uh, there, there's a lot of stuff there. You know, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. Boy, oh, boy. And this is one thing. We will Im- implore you. Yeah. Do, do not forget the word the. the yeah that's right it's a tiny word but if you forget it three little letters you will never forget it no you we will have not. not forgotten it more times than we can remember it makes a deep deep impression that was pretty deep we have not forgotten it more times than we can remember i just want you to write that down <laughs> is that a double double negative I think. something like that so uh um, and of course uh the one for the band is well that would be Three trailswest.com with the number three on the front there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's where we have, we list our you know, upcoming performances. Yeah. We have stickers and our CD and the new t shirts. Yeah. Are all They're available there. there. So, yeah. yeah. Go check it out. Well, you know, if uh, if you go to uh, either of our websites, but if you go to, especially if you go to thederrieres.com, you will find a lot of content. content. Yes. And uh, if you look at it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented. Absolutely. But uh, there's so much that you could be. Confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and uh, we'll get you straightened out. Yeah, there are contact us tabs on both uh, uh, websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, 
Yes. At thederrieres.com. That's correct. Uh, you know, if you go to thederrieres.com, go to the uh, Americana Roadshow tab, and uh, at that place you can uh, listen to or download and listen to at your leisure any of our past episodes. That's correct. Uh, preferably in your... Leisure suit, suit yes. Uh, if you do that, send us a picture. Oh, we need a picture of that. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It couldn't possibly be better than our buddy Jim's Probably uh, picture. Probably not, but we're going to give it a fair shot. We would give it a fair shot, That's yeah. true, yeah. Uh, and you know, now uh, you can even listen to our episodes on uh, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and in addition to that, you can listen to it on Stitcher. And there's also, what is that, Spotify? Yeah, and okay. uh, you can listen to it on TuneIn. And I sometimes tune in to Spotify. Uh-huh. And okay. also Amazon Music. And, and Spotify. And uh, not only that, but also iHeartRadio. And uh, Spotify. <laughs> Or Spotify. Or Spotify. Uh, So there's no reason for you not to uh, listen. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go Go nowheres without without the derriers. Thank you, Mike. All right. Well, let's just tell you, Roger, I think we left off. uh, I I played the last two, right? That interesting story. Okay, thank you. I'm glad Uh you enjoyed it. Yes. All right. So it's my turn, right? It's your turn. Well, I cannot believe we have not featured these guys before. We have featured individual members from this group. But we have not yet featured Newgrass Revival. Is that a fact? I cannot find record of that, hmm. and I'm surprised. Wow, I am too. Uh, they were founded in 1971. It was Sam Bush, uh, Courtney Johnson, mm-hmm. Ebo Walker, Curtis Bush, Butch Robbins, John Cowan, Bela Fleck, and Pat Flynn are all alumni. Alumni, band. yeah. Uh, they were uh, active from 1971 uh, to 1989. And they released more than 20 albums and six singles. Isn't that amazing? They were very prolific. Yeah. Um, their highest charting single is uh, Colin Baton Rouge, which was peaked at 37 on country charts and was a top five country hit for Garth Brooks five years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, they tried real hard to break into that. So, But in 2020, the band was inducted into the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame. Um, so the, the origins of the band lay in the Bluegrass Alliance, which, um, uh, which you know, well, we talked about all yeah, the we alumni. Talked, yeah, have, right. uh, but, uh, but anyway, they re- uh, I picked a song. We did a few of their tunes. We did. Uh, in Spontaneous Combustion. And uh, so I decided if I was going to feature them, I was going to feature one of the songs that we did. Uh, it came off of their uh, self-titled album, Newgrass Revival, from 1986. And the song is In the Middle of the Night. But this darkness about to do me some harm I lock my doors and my windows too And that old wind still whistles through It used to be so close to you In the middle of the night Sweet Sally, don't come around 
song oh yeah and you know what we worked really hard on that song yeah well i think we did a real good uh, re- rendition i of think it. so too i don't yeah. think we ever recorded it but we did it live a, a lot of songs we played that we never recorded which yep. i regret but well, you know that's hey, the way it goes that's the way it goes that's the way it goes okay enough of that uh how about you this guy named slim harpo and uh he <laughs> james isaac uh moore was his really name and uh, he was quite a guy, man. He was most one of the most commercially successful blues artists of of his day. And he wrote a lot of good music, and he played with a lot of great people. But uh, some of the songs that he, uh, he wrote that he was well known for was I'm a King Bee. That was from 1957. Rain in My Heart, not the one, you know. Oh, that we know. That okay. we know. Uh, that was from 1961. Baby Scratch My Back. That's the one. Okay, yeah. He hit the charts pretty hard in 1966. Right. Uh, but anyway, he was born in, uh, a, a, I think the name of the town is Lobdell, uh, Louisiana. 
And he was the oldest kid in his family. And his, after his parents died, he went to work as a longshoreman. So, you know, he, he worked hard all of his life. Yeah. And again, one of those guys that never gave up his day job. He was always working, you know, uh, making a living along the way. Mm-hmm. But he, he wrote a lot of songs that influenced. Remember how we talked earlier about how American artists could influence, uh, you know, the Brits? Yeah. Uh, slopped over, which is oh, you bet. a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not even going to tell you who the band uh, is that he really influenced over there. Okay. I'm just going to tell you the name of the song we're going to play here from, uh, I believe this is 1965. Uh-huh. Uh, the name of the song is Moody Blues. <laughs>
Yeah, the Moody Blues, man. That's that's interesting. <laughs> they picked up on that on that title there. That's great. Well, good tune, Leo, and good story, and good grief. Oh, was, good heavens! Was, Look at the time, yeah, Roger. We got to like get out of here. Yeah, we got to get uh, get going. Get uh, out of here tomorrow. Hey, listen, uh, uh, we gotta we gotta get uh, we gotta throw the dart first of all. We do. We gotta figure out where we're going. Okay. Uh, so let's it? see. Can... Uh, my turn to throw the dart. So you get to go get okay, the map. Hey, hang on for a second. Get the okay. map. Hold on. Okay. Wait a minute. I know. I Where'd know. Where'd you put it? It's in the closet where it always goes. Oh, I got it. 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 Okay, here it is. Here we go. Okay. You got it there? Yep, I got it. And you are throwing the dart. Okay, yeah, it's in spoon drawer two. Okay. We got a lot of spoons. Okay, I got it. Yeah. No, wait. That's the stunt dart. No, put that one back. I got the real dart. Okay. Okay, now get the circle. Okay, okay, I'm there. You ready? Uh-huh. Turn around. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh boy! Well, we went east and uh, south. We're all on the coast again. We're not on the uh, yeah. We're on the other coast. We're uh, the other well, coast. We're on the Gulf Coast right now. Yeah, but we're headed for the east coast. Yeah, South Carolina. Wow. Uh, Bluffton, South Carolina. Never heard of it. Well, I haven't either. But uh, we won't be able to say that next week. That's true. Um, so, well, great. This will be a fun trip. This and this has been a fun show. <laughs> Some interesting stuff. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right. Well, we'll go there. We'll do this again. Uh, and uh, this is been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio Radio, USA. USA. And don't forget to look behind you. It's the Terriers.